In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. has done, the work that the Democrats in Congress has done is actually there. And you see that the $1.7 trillion uh, deficit, in deficit uh, deduction that you see is, is going to benefit us in being able to do something for the middle class, to do something just, for the middle class. But when you this is about doing something for people who make less than $125,000, $1.7 trillion. That's what we've been able to do. But when you forgive debt. You're not just disappearing debt. So but, who is paying for but, this? And then I'll give you the second part. We lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year, which is going to matter, right? Which is going to offset uh, a lot of what, what we're doing as well. Uh, when you think about the, the $4 billion that are going, that's going to go back uh, into, as, as revenue, back into uh, this process of folks uh, paying, paying, right, their college tuition, that matters as well. So we are doing this in a smart way. We're doing this in a way that's going to be effective. Uh, we're doing in this a way that keeps to the president's promise on giving people who need some breathing room, who need some breathing room. I just, I just laid out, I just laid out for you. No, Peter, I just laid out for you how we're seeing this process and why this matters. Again, I just laid out, I just, 
I just laid out, because of the work that we have done in the economy, because of the American Rescue Plan, uh, because of uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, and because all of this work that this president has done is actually has brought down our deficit by $1.7 trillion, unlike what Republicans did when they added to our deficit oh, $2 trillion and did not care at all or thought about how this was going to be paid for, they did not actually put in a process or thought th think about how we're going to do this in a smart way. This is not how this administration is doing it. Again, we are happy to continue to have this conversation. but. I Except we're not having a conversation, mean Jean Corrine. Except there's no back and forth. <clears throat> there's no dialogue. There's only you up there not answering a very, very, very simple question. And the question is, who is paying for it? We get it. Because of the work this administration has done, yeah, we get it. We're happy to have this discussion. Yeah, we're trying to. Who is paying for it? Well, the work we did, I just told you, Peter, the work we've done. Cool. The sky's blue. Grass is green. Democrats are liars. That's not the question. The question is, who is paying for it? Now, if she would just say, oh, we're paying for it by what this administration has done, so we're taking the funds that we've saved and we're allocating it towards this, that would at least be an answer. But the reason why she can't even say that is because that's not where the money is coming from. The money is coming from the middle class. That is where the money is. That is where their, their own bill and their own law that they signed into law, in its own words, says where the money's coming from. I laid it out for you a week and a half ago, where every billion dollars was going to come from, and it's coming from the middle class and small to medium-sized businesses. That is where the money is coming from. Now, she couldn't even say, well, it's because of all the money that we saved, which they didn't do. They actually printed $3.8 trillion since January 20th of 2021. Did you know that? $3.8 trillion. So you can rob Peter to pay Paul all you want. The question still remains, where is the blunt of the money coming from? And the reason why they can't answer the question is because they know how incredibly bad they're losing. They know where the polls are, they know where the people are, and they know where the power is. What an absolute disgrace Mean Gene Kareen is. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, soon to be LFA TV. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. It's an honor to be here doing the show for you twice a day. Every day, Monday through Friday, and I cannot believe how far this show has come. Now, even though we had a bigger audience a long time ago, the show is actually doing better today because the engagement is so high. That's the crazy thing about the LFA family. The engagement is higher than people with five, ten times the amount of followers on their page. Speaking of that, we are now up to just shy of 31,000. Our goal is 35,000, and we're almost at 960,000 Rumbles. I cannot stress how important our partnership is with Rumble moving forward. I cannot 
reveal some of the things that we're working on that are going to be good for this channel and for LFA TV. But in order to do so, the engagement has to remain high. We need everybody who's literally watching, all 2,800 people that are on the page right now, you got to rumble and you got to share. That's part, of the, that's part of all of our fight. My voice is hoarse. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys can at least do that for me. I know you guys have been great at it, and I hate asking every day, but I got to do it. Now, we've got um, major, major breaking news as Marjorie Taylor Greene, as you can see right there, she's on the war room right now. She was literally swatted again for the second time. Folks, in just two days, she's been swatted again. Thank God that Steve was able to get her on the show. But somebody's going to die. Somebody is going to die. And this is a sitting congresswoman. She needs protection. And I'll tell you what, the illegitimate DOJ needs to get off their ask me no more questions and tell me no more lies and stop this fake witch hunt on Donald Trump, and they need to actually get out there, and they need to stop this swatting right now. They need to make a major announcement to all law, law enforcement across the country. This is a thing. Do not be a victim of it. Do not allow this to happen in your communities because somebody is going to end up dying. And I can guarantee you that this has something to do with the left. I'll guarantee, not just the left, crazy left. I'm talking about political leaders. I'll guarantee you political leaders are at the bottom of this, just like they're at the bottom of BLM, just like they're at the bottom of Antifa. If you dig deep enough, you'll find it. And it's usually where the money goes. I would guarantee you that they are at the bottom. The deep state is at the bottom of all of this because you notice how Democrats are never swatted. You notice that? Democrats are never swatted. It's only Republicans, and it's specifically only MAGA candidates, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get a handle on this, and we've got to get a handle on this right now. Somebody said, what does swatted mean? It means that somebody is literally calling in uh, to the, basically to the SWAT team, but your, your local law enforcement, and they're saying that there's a murder scene going on. Somebody's standing on the, in the property with a gun. They just blew away their husband or their wife, and they're about ready to kill their kids, and they send an immediate police presence there in hopes that they will bust in the door and there'll be some gun-toting right-winger in there trying to protect their family and there's a shootout and somebody dies. That is what swatting is and I, could, I would bet my bottom dollar that the feds are in on this crap. I would bet my bottom dollar. Swatted again. Absolutely incredibly stupid. Folks, today, unless specified otherwise, $750 is what we're raising. Let's go for a cool 1000 Let's go for a cool $1,000 on Rumble today. That is what we're looking forward to raise. We need the rest of that money to send down to uh, uh, Irene Armendariz for her fundraiser. And the money is not going just towards her campaign. The money is going to get Border Patrol families to sit at a table during this fundraiser to honor them as her husband was a Border Patrol agent for many, many, many years. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to raise a thousand dollars today on Rumble. And if you can find it in your heart or your wallets <laughs> with electricity bills being what they are, my electricity bill in New Hampshire was four hundred dollars last month. I have never seen a four hundred dollar electricity bill in my life, I don't think. And that is crazy. And we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Before we do get there, I want to read an email for you. 
from Robert McIntosh. Mr. Harrell, he says, what a, what a polite man. Thanks to Newsmax suing TV25 in Topeka, Kansas, a couple years ago. Placing Real America's Voice News in that slot, my family and I get to watch your show and growing with your LFA family. This is a Real America's Voice News viewer. I do my best to catch your evening show every day, even with the time slot change. Jesus is Lord, our God, and I am thankful that Lord has given you a platform to speak the truth, not only about God, but how this illegitimate administration is doing everything possible to keep us from living for and with God. Thank you for saying the Lord's Prayer each and every broadcast. Prayer is the building block for each and every one of our relationships and our relationships with Jesus and God. Just like the t-shirt said, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. Thank you very much. God bless you, Robert McIntosh. God bless you as well, sir. And uh, I just uh, I, I want to let you guys know that your continued support of this show, whether it be financially or whether it be just sharing, whether it be saying, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure somebody new sees this show today, whatever I can. It is very, very much integral to what this show has become and what it will become in the future. Now, uh, let's get to the uh, verse of the day. Now, I know you did not get a newsletter this morning. There's a very good reason for that. I am working now uh, upwards of 14 hours a day. Literally, literally, the last week has been 14 hours a day. Uh, doing my best to try to get ready for LFA TV. You guys, it is incredibly difficult. It is incredibly hard. There's a lot of moving parts. Think about this. If you've ever done anything with contracting, it's the equivalent of trying to get a contractor, an electrician, a plumber, a building inspector, and a permits department all lined up on the same day to do the same thing. It's almost impossible. Through Christ, all things are possible, but it's very, very difficult. Now, the finance part of it, You don't have to worry about funding LFA TV. All you have to do is continue to worry about funding live from America like you always have. Through the store, through your promo codes, through MyPillow.com, through our partnerships, through your donations, and through your Rumble Rants. Outside of that, we've worked everything out to make sure this is going to work. And this is going to be, this is where we needed to go. Live from America by itself was not going to grow any further. It is about getting God-fearing, God-loving people together. Many hands making light work, and where LFA TV is going to go is going to go. It's going to go through the through the stratosphere. All right, mark my words. You watch what happens. Nothing is going to stop this LFA family. Now, right place, right time. How many of you have heard that before? Being at the right place at the right time. Well, there is no such thing as luck. I can tell you that. Yes, plus my campaign. Exactly, Amber. Amen. Um. There is no such thing as luck. Luck is not, luck isn't anything. Luck is just, you know what luck is? Luck is another word for faith for people who haven't found God yet. Faith in being at the right time in the right place. That's everything. I want to read three verses for you, and then I want to break something down for you, okay? Number one, Matthew 7, 26, and, excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry. There's a lot of people that follow along with their Bibles, and I got to make sure we're correct here. Matthew 17, 26, and 27. Jesus said to him, Peter, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first. And when you have opened the mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. Matthew 21, 1 through 3. Matthew 21, 1 through 3. Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loosen them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord has need of them. And, they, and immediately he will send them. And Mark 14, 13 through 15. 
Mark 14, 13 through 15. And he sent out two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him. Wherever he goes in, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished and prepared. There, make ready for us. Right time, right place. Whatever you need, Jesus knows where you can get it and whom you can get it from. Jesus can position you at the right place at the right time, any moment that he desires. When Peter wanted to pay the temple tax, Jesus told him to get it from the first fish that he would catch in the sea. When Jesus needed a donkey to ride into Jerusalem, he told two of his disciples which village to get it from. When Jesus needed a place to eat the Passover with his disciples, he gave two of his disciples specific instructions on who to meet and follow and what to say to the master of the house who had already furnished a prepared and large upper room. My friend, it isn't, isn't it wonderful, excuse me, to know that Jesus knows what you need and has already gone ahead into your future to make provisions for you and for your good success? As you put your trust and rest in his heart of love, his peace will lead you to do the right thing at the right time, at the right place. Has that not described perfectly what has gone on since November 4th of 2020? Did that not just describe perfectly what we've gone through here on Life from America, from the backyard days of 35,000, 40,000 people live to where we are now on the narrow path of good quality, God-fearing, God-loving patriots that are making a bigger difference than shows 10 times this size? The proof is in the pudding. We've seen it. The writing is on the wall from the very beginning and the inception of this show until now. And it's not just this show. It is a movement. It is a congregation of fellowship, of people that want to change things for the better. And look at the change we've done. Nearly $40,000 already donated through the Slurp Fund, not only helping individuals, but people run their grassroots campaign so they can win, so that we can finally maybe, just maybe, get the right people throughout all of D.C. from the top to the bottom to implement term limits and change this country from the inside out the way it was supposed to be the founding father's original vision for this country we're doing it step by step and there's not a single hair out of the play out of place there's not a single deviation from the path that god has us on the right sponsors the right people the right donors the right passion the right everything and that right there behind me says it all god can't country family family faith freedom it's all wrapped into one you don't have one without the other and that is why this is a multi fashioned or a multi uh, facet fight that we're in it's absolutely uh, impossible without God, so thank God we have him, not only with us, but for us. You can't beat God, amen? Woo! All right, let's get to the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Please remove your hats, and let's go together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Sometimes I get a little fired up. Sometimes people say, hey, Jeremy talks too fast. Uh, Can you have him slow down a little bit? Eli says, do you understand the incredible task that you're asking me to do. It's not me. It's the coffee. It's the field of greens. 
Jeremy, please read what I said. I just did. That's all I seen. I can't monitor the chat a thousand miles an hour. I can only glance down once in a while and see it. So I just read what you just said. Is that what you wanted me to read? If not, I am so very sorry. All right, let's get to it, folks. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. If we're going to get to 5,000 viewers on Rumble today, which is absolutely necessary, by the way, we're going to need Roku, Fire Stick, and Getter's help. I know you're watching on those platforms, and for whatever reason, you're not on, on, on Rumble. That's your choice. I get it. But we're going to need your help to get to the 5,000 on Rumble today. We've got a point to prove, and we're going to prove it. We're gonna po- we have a point to prove, and we're going to prove it. Okay, here we go. First and foremost section. First and foremost section, Debbie, Title IX. Yes, I'm all over Title IX. We're going to talk about that, not today on the day show, but we are going to talk about that probably tonight. All right, so here we go. Epic fail yesterday for Joseph Robinette, Joey Applesauce, Biden, just like, just like his master, Barack Hussein Obama. Isn't that iconic and isn't that ironic? The fact that Joey Applesauce, the, the most racist person in D.C., has to look up to Barack Hussein Obama as his master. Kind of ironic, isn't it? Anyway, just like Obama's um, website, Obamacare, crashed, couldn't use it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you right now. Last night, Biden's student forgiveness, loan, loan forgiveness website crashed within hours and is not workable, and nobody can get on it. I'm not lying, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens when you get under Democrat rule. Nothing works, and everything they touch turns to, you know it, folks. You know it. Everything they touch turns to crap. Federal student aid. Please wait. Studentaid.gov is experiencing high volumes of visitors. No, it's not. And if it is, it's a bunch of high volume, it's a high volume of visitors who are absolutely worthless, lazy, and have no drive and determination in life. So maybe, just maybe it was, because that explains our youth today, is experiencing high volumes of visitors. You may be able to proceed to the site momentarily. Thank you for your patience and a circle of loading. Thank you for coming here. Maybe it was all just a lie. Maybe they won't be forgiving people's debt. How about that? Maybe all of it was just a ploy. Maybe it was a PR stunt. Maybe signing it into law was just saying, hey, we're signing it into law. Guess what? We're, we are saving everybody. And then when nev- nobody gets help, they'll say, well, you know what? You just couldn't. You, I guess you didn't qualify. Joe Biden unilaterally announced mass forgiveness of student loans yesterday afternoon. And, uh, you know, even though the Nancy Pelosi has said before you can't do that and everybody knows you can't do that and it will, it already has lawsuits in the works. Lawsuits are already being filed against this. So it'll be forever. If ever that these kids, that these lazy little kids, these lazy little brats, these no nothing, no determination, having no loyal, no loyalty, uh, knowing, uh, complete imbeciles, uh, get their money, but it's not about that. It's about virtue signaling to get their votes. They won't get their money. I guarantee it. Their money isn't, this money isn't going to be allocated to anybody for the school loans. I guarantee it. An estimated $300 billion of loans, up to $10,000 per borrower, making under $125,000 per year or $250,000 as a couple, as well as up to $20,000 in Pell Grants will be forgiven by the illegitimate Biden regime. Citing a new inter- interpretation of the 2003 HEROES Act by the Biden administration lawyers that say the Secretary of Education has the authority to use national emergencies, specifically the COVID pandemic, to wipe out student debt. There you go, folks. 
There you go. And where's that money coming from? You and I. It's not that hard to figure out. Mean Gene Kareen couldn't answer that question. Peter Ducey knew the answer. I knew the answer. You knew the answer. But she wouldn't say the answer. Why? Because of the sound bite. With a flick of a pen, Biden has taken a giant step forward in addressing student debt crisis by canceling significant amounts of student debt for millions of borrowers, says crying Chuck Schumer. Joe Biden claimed that canceling student debt, a.k.a. transferring the debt from the middle class to, to them, won't have any meaningful effect on inflation. Yeah, no, no, it won't. No, no, it won't. Meanwhile, we're about to get into a story of 20 million people about ready to have their electricity shut off. 20 million people about ready to have their electricity shut off. But yeah, no, it won't infect inflation. It won't infect the people that are actually working in this country. No, no, not at all. Independent experts agree that these actions taken together will provide real benefits for families, said Biden as he read it off a teleprompter, lying every single saying, every sentence. But following that, everybody tried to go to the website and guess what they saw, folks. Here's what they saw right here. Federal aid, please wait. Please wait. Sorry, we cannot, uh, sorry, there's, there's a problem here. You don't pay back Pell Grants. Don't understand that one. Exactly. Absolutely ridiculous, folks. Their website crashed. Their money's a lie. Everything they say is a lie. Nobody's going to get any school loans paid off. And if they do, they'll only be left-wingers. I guarantee you this money will not be allocated to anybody who has a social media credit score of MAGA. My social media credit score screams MAGA, and I'm proud of it. Here's another thing, folks. I wouldn't take the money. And I can prove that I wouldn't take that money as well. If I was in in this situation, I would say, take your money and stick it where the sun don't shine. I don't want your dirty money. Instagram. Now, everybody knows that I was blocked. I was completely removed off Instagram and Facebook. I ended up creating another Instagram, and they allowed me to keep it. Don't know why, don't care. Long story short, Instagram has been reaching out to me every single day. Ask my producer. Every single day. I log on to Instagram to try to put up a video for you all, and it says, um, you are eligible to start making money on Instagram. You could have made X amount of dollars in the last uh, month off your, off your videos. Would you like to, uh, would you like to start monetizing your page no thank you i don't want your money i wouldn't take money from facebook i wouldn't take money from instagram i never took money from youtube except if it was through music listens i do not want their money and i wouldn't take this dirty money either i wouldn't take this money because there will be strings attached to it i can guarantee it you think that the democrats are going to take all your money and give it to these people if they do and there's not going to be strings attached, some kind of guarantee that they're going to get that vote. It's all for votes. But the website was a huge failure. Now, another epic leftist fail, and that is the 20 million Americans who are now behind on their electric bills and facing electricity being shut off, ladies and gentlemen. This, again, is another epic fail of Democrat rule. Another major epic fail of Democrat rule. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you heard about Germany, but we'll get to that in a minute because that is where we're heading under Democrat rule. Remember that in November. Remember in November independents that are watching. Remember in November Democrats that are watching that won't, that won't admit that they'll vote for Trump, but they will when they get behind that curtain. The Biden economy is no laughing matter. Millions of Americans are now finding it very hard to eat, very hard to pay their bills, and even pay their electricity. 
a review of the Consumer Price Index, the data shows that the price of energy is rocketing upwards and many Americans are having a hard time paying their electric bill. Sundance at the Conservative Treehouse shared his own electric bill experience when discussing this data. Long-term CTH readers might remember that in 2014, President Barack Hussein Obama claimed U.S. families have been paying too little for electricity for far too long. Remember that? As soon as Joe Biden illegally took office, he began implementing the Green New Deal energy policy that A, directly forces higher costs of energy from sea to shining sea, and B, is now creating massive problems. The energy sector being wiped out that Biden told you was going to be wiped out during his campaign when he actually went and debated Trump and lack thereof, I should say, told you he was going after the energy sector. It's not just the gas in your cars. It's the fuel for your homes, to heat your homes, and it's the electricity to cool your homes. In July, this guy noted his own electricity bill had jumped 28% in a single month. So did I here in New Hampshire. The bill was followed by another almost identical increase the following month after that. A review of the Consumer Price Index for July shows that the, nationally the same thing is happening across the board. If your energy cost has gone up, please raise your hands. Has your, win, has your water and sewer bill gone up? Raise your hand. Has your electricity bill gone up? Raise your hand. We know your gas bill has gone up. And don't give me this crap that gas has gone down. I thought the president didn't control the price of gas in America. And gas has not gone down if it's still up 60% from what it was when the numb nuts illegally and illegitimately took over. Don't give me that crap. I will not allow that argument in a, in a discussion or a debate about electricity and energy. It's the stupidest argument I've ever heard. People are absolutely bat crap crazy, and I'm not going to let people lie out of one corner of their mouth and try to, uh, try to say that, uh, try to t- well, basically t- pee on your leg and tell you it's raining. I'm not going to allow that to happen. But anyway, the year-over-year electricity prices increased 15.2% nationally. How worse still, the July increase alone was 1.9%, which figures uh, to an annualized rate of 22.8% if we continue on this path. And the only way out of this, ladies and gentlemen, is to remove these people from office, period. It's the only way out. To remove these people from office. Now, Steve Cortez on The War Room shared a Bloomberg report that said 20 million American households are behind on their electricity bills. Utility delinquencies reported by the same report, Bloomberg News, in a rare moment of honesty for legacy media platform, an astounding 20 million Americans are behind on their bills. One in six households in this land of abundance, by the way, cannot afford the simplest, most basic necessities of paying for power in their homes. But guess what? We'll give you a subsidy. We'll give you a kickback if you go and buy a $60,000 electric car or spend the equivalent of $60,000 to, you know, put solar panels on your home. Yay! Stop being poor, said the Democrats who funnel money from your wallet and enrich themselves and a long, uh, uh, a leather-wearing thong loser over in Ukraine. I hope, I hope Vladimir Putin literally wipes uh, wipes out the officials in Ukraine. That's what I hope. You want to know the honest truth? I hope he wipes them out. I'm not talking about killing them. I'm talking about wiping them out of power and political existence. That's what I'm talking about. Go Putin. At least when it comes to that anyway. I'm so sick of Ukraine. Every time I think of them, I want to I run to the bathroom and blow chunks. 
The article predicts a tsunami of shutoffs. That is why we need that red tsunami. A tsunami of shutoffs as the pandemic moratorium on disconnections of service expires across the country. Funny how the moratorium on pandemic disconnections shuts off and, 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 and expires, but yet Biden and Nancy Pelosi just keep extending it. Even though nobody in the world has ever died of COVID-19, but they're dying of the vaccine. Now, Mean Jean Kareen boasts at, at, at her White House press secretary podium that we are economically stronger than ever before. So why in the hell can't people pay their power bill? You look like a, 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 she's not a cabbage patch kid, folks. She's a garbage pail kid. Eli, Eli, pop your head in here for a minute. Here's a new thing we're going to do. Write this on the bipolar pad. We are going to make garbage pail kid uh, cartoon heads for each one of these losers. Biden, Mean Gene, Kareen, and all of them. We're going to make our own garbage pail kid. Does anybody remember the garbage pail kids? They're trash. These people in power are trash. Let's make them garbage pail kids for fun. Let's make fun of them even further. Pass that around social media, why don't we? We are economically stronger than ever before, says 20 million Americans whose power is getting shut off. Absolutely ridiculous, folks. But again, this clip right here, if you share this clip or this video, mark them at this point in time. Because I guarantee you, even Democrats who hate your guts are feeling the same crunch. And when they feel it in their wallet, that's when they switch and vote Republican. Terry says her power was 542. Water and sewer was 240. Rent was raised 700 a month. She could be homeless soon. There you go, folks. How in the hell is life from America supposed to continue if the people who are supporting it can't continue? It's all part of the plan. Remove the money from the middle class so they cannot fund opposition. Remove the money from the middle class so they cannot fund opposition. That's it. That's what it all comes down to. That is how you create and usher in socialism, Marxism, and communism. They know the, blue, they know the, blue, uh, the, the blueprints. They got the playbook. I can tell you how to go destroy a country. I can tell you how to destroy a country in 10 minutes. Follow the Biden blue book. Or the uh, blueprint. Now let's go to the FBI and the illegitimate, uh, the illegitimate DOJ for a bit. Because since the illegitimate and illegal raid on Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago, a massive amount of FBI whistleblowers have been flooding to, um, to elected officials on the right, telling them, hey, there's some crap going on in the FBI that we can't stand anymore. There has been more whistleblowers coming out of the FBI since August 8th than all of this year combined. Think about that. From January until August, there were more whistleblowers coming out of the FBI since August 8th than there has been coming out since from January of 2022 to August 2022. The downfall of the illegitimate FBI might come from within the FBI. Huh? How's it feel? Now we have information because of these whistleblowers claiming that Christopher Wray, who's the director of the FBI, and other FBI leading officials, specifically, specifically, folks, instructed FBI agents not to look at, not to talk about, 
not to respond to and not to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop. So when they tell you we can't discuss ongoing information, uh, ongoing investigations, and then Matt Gates says, so you're meaning to tell me that the Biden laptop is under investigation? We can't discuss that. So is it or is it not under investigation? They don't want to say in front of a congressional hearing that it is or it isn't. They want to beat around the bush, kick it under, kick the can down the road, and by saying we can't discuss anything that might be an ongoing investigation. Well, is it an ongoing investigation? We can't discuss that. Well, you're fired, you scumbag. You're fired then. How about that? Get the hell out of here. You're gone. You don't work here no more. That's what needs to happen when they say, we can't answer that question right now. Oh, you will answer that question, and you're going to spell it out for us too. You will answer that question, and you're going to spell it out for us, too, or you are donezo, gonzo, bye-bye. Think I'm kidding? Look at the primaries. Look at what we're doing sweeping across this nation. You're all gone. I want to see you out that door, baby, bye-bye-bye. I tried to tell that loser last night, arch nemesis, there's nothing you can do to stop it. That doesn't mean that we're going to let our foot off the gas for even a second. As a matter of fact, we're going to get Tim the Tool tool Man Taylor here to give us more power and whatever vehicle, analogy, metaphor, that we're using to run over you. Thank you. We have now reached 4,000 people on Rumble. That is a success. Let's see if we can get to 5,000. We're done playing games. We're done playing games. But yeah, let's get into that story real quick about this loser FBI real quick and about what these uh, whistleblowers are saying. Whistleblowers have recently contacted Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson's office. Thank God for him. And he should win in uh, Wisconsin. Contacted his office to share serious concerns about the FBI's handling of Hunter Biden laptop. Johnson told Howards telling the watchdog that after the FBI obtained the laptop from a Delaware computer shop in late 2019, local FBI leadership told the Bureau employees that you will not look into Hunter Biden's laptop, period, period. And it's known from the top to the bottom of the FBI. And that the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election ever, excuse me, and that the FBI is not going to change the outcome of an election ever again, the whistleblower said. Why? Because we're on to them. The FBI slow walked its investigation into the crackheads, uh, into the crackheads laptop, including telling some bureau employees not to look at the hard drive belonging to resident Joe Biden's crackhead, loser, drug addict, scumbag, pedophile, rapist son. According to the whistleblower disclosures, Senator Ron Johnson sent a letter to the DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz on Tuesday about the new whistleblower claims following disclosures made public last month about the Bureau allegedly wrongly labeling Hunter Biden's evidence as disinformation. Johnson said the new whistleblower claims um, allege that the FBI did not begin to examine the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 presidential election, potentially a year after the FBI obtained the laptop that had treason, coercion, lying, cheating, stealing, um, uh, funneling money for the U.S. government. Johnson said that the new whistleblower allegations should spur the DOJ Inspector General to take action. Earlier this month, FBI uh, Director Christopher Wray 
testified before a Senate Judiciary Committee. Director Ray on Thursday told Senator Marsha Blackburn that he expects the FBI to aggressively pursue the Hunter Biden laptop from hell investigation. You mean the investigation into all of us who are passing around the information? Kind of like you did to Project Veritas about Joe Biden's, uh, da- or Hunter Biden's daughter's diary? I can guarantee you that we on the new right are not going to stop until these people either die of old age or COVID or die in a prison cell. That is when we'll stop. And when I say we're not going to stop, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is we're going to continue to do exactly what we've been doing since November 3rd. The blueprint does not change. The playbook does not change. You can't stop it because it's happening at a local level, which you have no control over. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. And since you have no control over it, you're seeing a red wave happening right before your eyes. A red wave isn't coming. We're already swimming in it. How stupid do you have to be to not know that? Even the left knows that, which is why you see them hightailing it right now. They know that we're out for blood See how I put that in quotes? You got to do that these days. Otherwise, the FBI is waiting around the corner going, what did he say? Watching my show going, what did he say? Can we get him on that one? Can we get him on that one? Nope, you can't. Sorry. Your call cannot be completed as dial. Please check the number and piss off. And not only that, Not only that, thanks to whistleblowers and thanks to people like John Solomon and Just the News and thanks to people like Judicial Watch with Tom Fenton, we now have unredacted information that shows exactly why the DOJ wouldn't and couldn't bring charges up on Donald J. Trump for obstruction of justice. We're going to read this story and then we're going to get into President Trump's um, statement about this story. An unredacted internal Department of Justice memo shows the rationale of its leadership in deciding not, I repeat, N-O-T, to prosecute then-President Donald Trump on obstruction of justice charges following the Mueller report publication, which all ties into this ridiculous FBI raid now. That's why it's important. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, CREW, K-R-E-W, secured the memo's release following a ruling from the U.S. Courts of Appeal for the District of Columbia Circuit that the DOJ improperly withheld the memo from the watchdog group, which had to sue it to obtain it. So let me, let me just tell you what's happening here, folks. You ready? Okay. This memo should have been out when President Trump was President Trump. Still is, but you get what I'm saying. They purposely held this memo back so that the the media could not report on the fact that the DOJ not only wouldn't but couldn't bring him up on charges of obstruction of justice. Why? Because they knew it would help him and they wanted to hurt him. Quote, because the department did not tie the the memorandum to the deliberations about relevant decisions, the department failed to justify its reliance on the deliberative process of privilege, the court wrote. Given that uh, conclusion, the evidence does not establish a crime 
or a criminal conspiracy involving the president toward which any obstruction or attempted obstruction was directed the memo read. Let me say that one more time for the hard of hearing or the ignorant that just don't want to pay attention. Are you ready? Read my lips. This is a court conclusion and the DOJ had this and didn't put it out. We had to sue him to get it. Quote, I'll I'll tell you like uh, Kamala Harris does, like the cackling jackal does, just so everybody can hear what I'm saying. Given the conclusion, the evidence does not establish a crime or a criminal conspiracy involving the president toward which any obstruction or attempted obstruction was directed. It would be rare for a federal prosecutor to bring an obstruction prosecution that did not itself arise out of a proceeding relating to a separate crime. Long story short, or also known as, they knew the entire time that President Trump wasn't guilty of anything and still tried to impeach him on it. And now we have the unredacted memos from the Department of Injustice that tells us exactly how deep the swamp is. This shows purposeful, uh, purposeful malice towards a duly elected president. <laughs> that is why God has brought us down this path. That's why God has brought us down this path of theft of an election. Had he not, we wouldn't be able to get to the bottom of any of it. The can would have been kicked down the uh, road for another four years, and these scumbags would have picked up where they left off. Not on our watch. President Trump put out a statement on this. I'd like to read it for you right now. Thank you for the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics crew for successfully suing to release the now infamous Mueller memo on yet another Trump uh, prosecution. In the nine-page memo, it was revealed that nothing would warrant a prosecution for obstruction of justice. It under, this is President Trump's mem, um, statement. It underscored that Mueller had not found sufficient evidence to charge any underlying crime and that the president reasonably believed that the special counsel's investigation was interfering with his governing agenda. The memo concluded that the evidence was I- insufficient to support a criminal charge. Even if Trump were not the president, folks, there's no privilege here. It's just basic common sense law. It was stated that my, quote, conduct primarily reflected a frustration with the Mueller probe and what I perceived to be politics behind it. In addition, what I believed were absolutely flawed and fake news reports. Sound familiar, he said? Crew is is devastated by these findings that they worked so hard to expose, but but may now move on to even more ridiculous witch hunts that has already caused a great Mar-a-Lago red wave with the voters of our nation. Statement by President Donald J. Trump. True, everything that he ever said has or is coming true. Everything he ever said has and will come true. Trump released that statement, folks. So, absolutely amazing. Uh, before we switch gears here, because I've been fired up all morning long, and I think it's time to take a, uh, just a quick breather here. This breather is time for you to drink your coffee and it's time for you to do what I asked you to do in the beginning and that's force multiply share once again. That is how we have to do this. We can't screw around. 
It is crunch time. We are 75 days left to the midterms. It is pound, pound, pound the pavement, pound the tables, scream at the top of your lungs, and pray, pray, pray. I'd like to right now give some love to Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. You know it. We've talked about it. Here it is right here. This stuff is a godsend. This stuff is a godsend. If you've not tried it yet or you can't afford it, we'll try to make sure that we get we secure some of this from Field of Greens so that we can send some out to people who can't afford it so they can see what we're talking about. Those who have been able to buy it, you understand the power of this stuff, don't you? I have never in my life felt the way I felt. I have never in my life had the color in my complexion that I've had. I have never in my life felt so on point as I have since I've been, since I've been drinking this daily. This is your daily amount of fruits and, and, and vegetables that you have never gotten in your whole life. I can guarantee you that 99% of you out there watching right now have never in your life, in your life, had your daily amount of fruits and vegetables. I guarantee it. I haven't. It's a society thing that we, are, that, we, that we live in. This society doesn't allow us to do it, but now you can do it. Go to fieldofgreens.com right now. Use the promo code LFA. Get your discount if you already haven't. And if you, if you enroll in a, in a constant monthly uh, enrollment of it, then you, then you get more discounts. So go to fieldofgreen.com. <laughs> Producer says he hasn't slept since he's been on it. <laughs> and if you don't like it in water, then use it in a shake, okay, folks? And by the way, another one you guys want to make sure that you guys um, continue to support, and that is uh, Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. Use the promo code LFA, but just go to MyPillow.com slash LFA, and it takes you right to my landing page. Anything that you order from there for Christmas or for back to school or for anything will automatically uh, use my promo code. Lots of big sales, ladies and gentlemen, and not only on MyPillow.com, but MyStore.com as well. You're not only helping me if you use my promo code, but you're helping Mike Lindell. The most important thing is to help Mike Lindell. If you don't want to help me, okay, that's fine. Larry Reha says, I'm so broke I can't afford to pay attention. Larry, you're one of the people that I want to get this stuff for so you can try it. So we'll, we'll make sure that we secure some of that for you, my brother. All right? I love you. Fieldofgreens.com, mypillow.com. These promo codes help us just like a donation, you guys. So when you're going there to order, just remember our promo code, okay? All right. Let's come back from this break and let's get back from this uh, sponsorship break and we'll get back to it. Folks, another statement put out by Donald J. Trump. First of all, I need some of this. Hold on. We're already we're at 1,104 rumbles. Do you think it's possible to get to 2,000 rumbles? Folks, can you do that for me? I don't ask you for much but shares. Can you do that for me? All right, here we go. President Trump put out another statement about this loser Mitch McChina. And I'm not going to take it easy on these people anymore, folks. You thought I took it easy on them before? It's not happening anymore. Not now. We have 75 days left. President Trump put out a statement about Mitch McChina. Let me just read the, the best part of it. Mitch McConnell is not an opposition leader. People keep calling him an opposition leader. That's not what he is. He is a pawn for the Democrats, said President Donald J. Trump about Mitch McChina. He released a statement on Mitch McConnell and his wife, Elaine Chow, yesterday evening after a report was released describing the D.C. couple uh, conflicts with China. Now, if you're unaware, if you don't know, Mitch McChina's wife, her father, owns a shipping company. That shipping company's main customer and basically their boss is the CCP, the Communist Party of, uh, of China. 
So just so you know how close Mitch McChina is with the CCP, that's where he got his nickname from. Now, the statement said this, uh, he, and he calls his wife Elaine Coco Chow. I love that. He said the Democrats have Mitch McConnell and his lovely wife Elaine Coco Chow over a barrel. He and she will never be prosecuted as per the last paragraph of this story. As long as he continues to give the radical left the trillions and trillions of dollars that they constantly demand. He was afraid to use the debt ceiling card in order to stop the most expensive waste of money in our country's history to be spent on the Green New Deal, which will only cause one thing, a depression. These expenditures are something our country can never recover from. Mitch McConnell is not an opposition leader. He is a pawn for the Democrats to get whatever they want. He was afraid of them. He is afraid of them and will do what has to be done. A new Republican leader in the Senate should be picked immediately. Now, do you want to know something, ladies and gentlemen? We have about six very real opportunities here to make sure that we take the majority in the Senate. And do you want to know where it really, 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 really lies? Right here in New Hampshire. Don Bolduc beating Maggie Hassan. The other ones, I have a feeling we're going to win. Ron Johnson's going to win there in Wisconsin again. And any other, uh, we, we definitely expect J.D. Vance to win. Don Boldick, Don Boldick, Don Boldick, Don Boldick. Right here in New Hampshire. How fitting is it that Don Boldick beating Maggie Hassan would be so incredibly powerful? And you know what that would, you know what that would, uh, do you know what that would um, promise us? There's talk in the Republican Party that Governor Rick Scott of Florida would be a big vote for the Senate majority leader. Now, I'm not a big, big fan of Rick Scott because he has done so, he has said some rhino stuff. However, comma, he actually has been responsible for putting a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort behind MAGA candidates, unlike Kevin McCarthy. So there is a lot of talk, and I'm not endorsing Rick Scott for the Senate majority leader, not in any way, shape, or form, but what I am telling you is that is the talk in the Senate in Republicans within the Republican Party, to replace Mitch, McChino, uh, Mitch McChina with Rick Scott. We'll, we'll, get, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But what we need to do is we need to make sure that Don Boldick beats Maggie Hassan here in New Hampshire. It's an absolute must. And, I'm, and I just reached out to Don Boldick this morning to talk about doing a dual fundraiser with him right here in District 6 because he needs this area. He needs District 6. He needs Claremont. New Hampshire, in order to win. He needs it. It's a must. We've got 15,000 people here. He needs this area. Yes, Rick Scott can be flip-floppy. Exactly. He's not a governor. He's a senator. Well, he's a former governor. Rick Scott, former governor. Did I say governor? I didn't mean to say that. Obviously, Senate, because we're talking about Senate Majority Leader. That's obvious what I meant. But yeah, if I said it, I apologize. No Rick Scott. Yeah, like I said, we're going to have to cross that bridge when we come to it. Right now, we got to worry about flipping the Senate. And in order to do that, Don Boldick is a must. If we don't flip Don Bold, if we don't get Maggie Hassan out, it's a very, very real possibility we might just stay, stay 50-50. I'm not, you know, it's that close. I watched the New Hampshire debate last night. Good. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I say no on Rick Scott, too, but that's the talks. I just got to bring you guys, I got to bring you guys the news. Now, here's, here's a... Uh, Here's a doozy for you. 
right before the FBI raid happened, the Secret Service, the, the director of the Secret Service had announced he was going to retire. But then when the FBI raid happened, the director of the Secret Service said, I'm going to stay on a little bit longer. Now, I don't know when that date is that he's going to be leaving, but that does not stop Biden from jumping into action, ladies and gentlemen. Biden jumping into action, meaning that Biden has already picked and announced a replacement for the new Secret Service director. This scares me. Why does this scare me? Because President Donald J. Trump has Secret Service protection. Joe Biden yesterday announced that he will appoint Kim Cheadle. Huh, fitting name, huh? C-H-E-A-T-L-E. Kim Cheadle as the new next director of the U.S. Secret Service. Cheadle has worked with the Secret Service for 25 years, including serving uh, in Biden's security detail when he was vice president and the Obama administration. He says, I am proud to announce true international depression. Jill and I know firsthand, true international depression, you don't vote for me, you ain't black, I'm racist. I'm not going to go ahead and read his actual comments because long story short, short, he is putting somebody in there that I think would not have Donald J. Trump's interest at heart, meaning as a, as a former president, not keep him safe at all costs. So this is something else we got to watch. I don't know much more about this right now. But right now we do know that he has um, appointed Kim Cheadle as the new secretary, I mean the director of the Secret Service. Now do you guys remember, we're going to move on, we're going to move on right now. We're going to have to, um, do you guys remember CNN medical analyst, uh, Dr., what was her name, Dr. Leanna Wen? Do you remember her? Let's, uh, if you guys don't remember her, I have a video so that you will remember her, just in case, for those who don't remember this crazy, and I'm talking straight up crazy, there's no other way to say this, this woman is absolutely crazy, but Dr. Leanna Wynn, she was, uh, she was the one calling for absolute, uh, complete takeover, lockdowns, everybody masked up, basically a uh, COVID camps, if you didn't take the COVID vaccine, then you were to be shunned from communities, shun- shunned from society, remember her? Well, this was her, just in case you don't remember. Now, when vaccinated and unvaccinated people are mixing, unless there is proof of vaccination, everybody should still be wearing masks. And so I actually support what the CDC is now doing, which is going back to this indoor mask requirement, because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated, that they have been walking around without masks. And in fact, that's what led to the surge that we're seeing. We cannot trust the unvaccinated. They have been walking around without masks. Think about, think about those words. We cannot trust the unvaccinated. They have been walking around without masks, which is exactly what caused this pandemic. That is what this loser said. Funny how things come around full circle because now CNN medical analyst Leanna Wen, who wanted to ban unvaccinated people from society and force children to wear masks, she now reveals how masking her child has severely harmed her son. Well, how about that? How about that, Leanna Wood? Before we get into the story and even talk even a little bit about it, I think we've got to go ahead and give Leanna Wynn the dumb dumb award of the day for flip-flopping just like Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb dumb award of the day, Dr. 
or lack thereof, Leanna Wen. Now, she is saying that her son being masked up in school, being masked up in society, has literally hurt her son. When, when Wen championed mask and vaccine, vaccine mandates throughout this entire pandemic, insisting that children be forced to take PCR tests weekly until they are fully vaccinated and called for the unvaccinated to be banned from participating in any society or any function or any event. Just months ago, when the former commissioner of the Baltimore City Health Department and former head of Planned Parenthood urged the Biden administration to further restrict the activities of the unvaccinated. She says, we can't trust the unvaccinated. I just showed you the video. While peddling lies on the network that airs wall-to-wall coverage of propaganda promoting the hazardous experimental gene-modifying injection, when called for the unvaccinated Americans to be banned. Now Now she's going on record and saying... Um, I'm a doctor and here's why my kids won't wear masks this school year. The title of her editorial page that was published on Tuesday states, masking has harmed our son's language. Masking has harmed our son's language development and limiting both kids' extracurricular activities and social interactions. She put this on Twitter. Oh, you don't believe me? Let's put a full screen of this up. Put a full screen of this up uh, uh, of her Twitter post. Here it is right here. Dr. Leanna Wynn, many of us on Twitter have asked, how did I go from being extremely cautious with COVID-19 precautions for nearly two years to now having resuming pre-pandemic activities, including not masking my kids at school? Saying that it uh, negatively affected her children's uh, language development, extracurricular activities, social interactions that would negatively, negatively affect their childhood and hinder my husband's ability to work. You called for him. Do you know why she's reversing on this? Do you know why she's flip-flopping on this? I'll tell you why. Because they're now turning to President Trump. Now that the real data is coming out about the vaccines, they're now blaming it on Trump. That's right. They are turning it all around on Trump. Do you know what they're blaming it on? Operation Warp Speed. Funny thing about that is, who was in control of Operation Warp Speed? How many times did Donald J. Trump said, hey, I gave this task as head of Operation Warp Speed to who? Come on. Come on. In the comment section, you can tell me who was the head of Operation Warp Speed, at least on paper. Not Dr. Burks. No, 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 no. Not Dr. Fauci. No, 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 no. The head of Operation Warp Speed was none other than Judas Mike Pence. He was the head of Operation Warp Speed, but the left is now turning on President Trump again, saying that the vaccine data that's coming out that's showing that it's killing everybody and hurting everybody's immune system and didn't work and masks didn't work and lockdowns didn't work. It's all President Trump's fault because of Operation Warp Speed. He made the FDA do it. He made Pfizer do it. He made Johnson & Johnson and Moderna do it. All community is all President Trump's fault. It's Operation Warp Speed. Nope. No, 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 no. It's Mike Pence's fault of anybody's, isn't it? Isn't it? And if the FDA can be coerced by a president, then aren't they coerced right now? It's not going to work. It's going to backfire like everything else. It's going to backfire like everything else. And kudos to Donald Trump for being so smart back then that he knew that they were going to do this and said, hey, Pence is in in charge of it, not me. Pence is in charge of it, not me. Now, to go from one crazy to another, because I know we're pressed on time here, We talked about this with Sean Ferris two days ago here on the show, or was it yesterday? I can't remember. But he said, 
that unelected Governor Kathy Hochul was about to unveil her social media credit score plan. She did it, folks. She did it. They will now be looking at your social media in the state of New York as part of their background check process in order for you to get a gun. Don't believe me? Hit the video. It's not how we're doing it in New York anymore. We also talked about, I mentioned social media a number of times. I've called upon and working closely with our attorney general to identify what's going on in social media. Those questions are now part of our background checks. Uh, just like in the old days, you'd talk to someone's neighbor. Uh, now you can talk to their neighbors online and find out whether or not this person has been spouting uh Spouting what? Philosophies that what? indicate that they have been radicalized, and that's oh, how we protect our citizens as well. It's not the, how we're doing it in New York The anymore. acronym MAGA. We also talked about it. Folks, the acronym MAGA is also going to be targeted as, poli- uh, as, uh, as um, radicalized. If you question the election at any time on social media, guess what? Radicalized. If you questioned pandemic and COVID-19 restriction methods and processes and procedures, which we now know are true, we were right the whole time. Radicalized. If you say that Biden is illegitimate or that Merrick Garden Gnome Garland is illegitimate, guess what? Radicalized. Long story short, a.k.a. we're coming after every Republican's guns. In the state of New York, now this will be challenged, obviously. But that's what they're doing. And she's already implemented in the state of New York. So let's see, let's see the NRA and everybody else start filing lawsuits. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, I know we're running late on these morning shows, but that's just because there's just far too much news to get through, and I'm not going to leave it on the table for anybody else. We're going to talk about it. We're going to do commentary on it. We're going to get to the bottom of things right here, and if it takes me an hour and 20 minutes every morning, guess what? I guess that means I'm radicalized. Hey, raise your hand if you're radicalized. <laughs> I'm radicalized for Christ. I'm a, I'm a Christ radical. How about that? I'm an armor of God radical. I'm radicalized for that Christian faith. Wearing the full armor of God. How about you? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I do got to tell you, you can now go back to the American Strong Company directory on JeremyHarrell.com. We have 419 businesses in there. Think about that. 420 basically businesses here on the American Strong page from Alabama to Arkansas, from Colorado to Connecticut, from Florida to Idaho, from Illinois to Wyoming, folks. There is a business in every state now on the American Strong business directory. We have fixed it so you can submit your business on there and you can start a profile. Shop there. I urge you to shop there. Spend 20 minutes going through some of that stuff. You can filter out things as well. We have to keep our money with each other to, in, in order to, to not go bankrupt. We have to. We have to be able to keep each other rising in order to fight these rising costs at least till we get through it. Stop spending your money where it doesn't matter. Spend your money where it does matter. I don't make any money off that. That's just all boats rise right there. All right? Also, ladies and gentlemen, while you are checking out other things that help keep America going and help keep life from America going, if you have not done it yet, it's like 14 bucks a year. Sign up for AMAC. Go to amac.us slash LFA. Become part of over 2 million people who, are, who left AARP because of the fact that it's so woke, who left AARP because of the fact that it's so politicized, who want to put their money with a conglomerate of people that all want the same thing, like-minded people like at AMAC, who do kneel for God, who don't kneel in front of the flag, 
who actually stand for the national anthem, who love our military, who love our Second Amendment that Kathy Hochul's trying to take. Join AMAC today, folks. Join AMAC today. Go to amac.us slash LFA. Use promo code LFA. Let them know you're there and let them know that you want to be part of history because it's going to take people like them, people like the NRA, and people like this new Republican Party to make sure that we don't slip into the abyss. You understand what I'm saying? All right, a couple more stories here, folks. This next one is very, very important. So for those who stayed, God bless you. For those who couldn't stay, I hope you watch later. We know that corruption exists everywhere. It exists in our politics. It exists in our schools. It exists in our sacred agencies. Corruption exists in our news stations. But what's really scary, folks, is when we finally found out how much corruption exists in our healthcare facilities and our hospitals. That's when it's scary. And we started seeing that very deeply and how deep it goes into these big hospitals who rely on government funding, Medicare, Medicaid, and other things, funds. We saw how deep it actually goes when they were firing doctors, lifelong doctors who had tenure, lifelong doctors, lifelong physicians, kicking them out of the hospitals. Folks, this is where it's scary. I want to play a video for you right now. How many people live in the, in the uh, city of St. Louis? How many people live in Missouri? How many people know of the St. Louis Children's Hospital? This is where corruption is running rampant. Check this out. Puberty is an exciting and confusing time for teens and parents. Along with all the physical changes that happen during puberty, it is also a time of identity formation. It's pretty common for adolescents to try on different identities as they go through this period of time. Whoa, Some whoa, parents whoa, will whoa, have whoa, to whoa, adapt hold up, hold up, to their hold child up. revealing more hold personal up. Let's information take this to back. them. She said children are going to try on new identities. That, ladies and gentlemen, is mental illness. That is called multiple personality disorder. How many people know what that is? That is called schizophrenic. People are going to try on different identities, like clothes. Are you kidding me? This is at the St. Louis Children's Hospital, you guys. Let's go back and play the rest of that video. Take it back. Pretty common for adolescents to try on different identities as they go through this period of time. Some parents will have to adapt to their child revealing more personal information to them, like the fact that they have a gender identity that does not match their assigned sex at birth. When babies are born, we label them as boy or girl based on the external genital anatomy we see. In truth, this is actually their biologic sex and does not always match their gender identity. People may identify as the opposite gender, somewhere in between, both genders, or no gender at all. Gender is separate from biological sex and it is actually the innate sense of who we are. People along the gender spectrum may understand this about themselves from a very young age or may not disclose this information until their teenage years, or even in some cases later in life. Well, there you go, folks. Grooming at your preschool, grooming in your elementary school, grooming in your middle school, indoctrinating and brainwashing at high school, taking that even further into college. What are you supposed to tell your kids? Hey, kids, guess what? The place where we send you every day to learn, those people are wrong. Don't listen to them. Hey, kids, the place where we take you to get checked out to make sure that you're physically okay inside and out, yeah, don't listen to those people. They're wrong. Can you imagine being a kid in 2022 and how incredibly screwed your mind is? Pulled seven ways from Sunday. Whose fault is it? The parents. Let's get into it. Whose fault is it? The parents. You cannot blame anybody else if your child is that screwed up in the head. Those children are pulled six ways from Sunday, seven ways from Sunday all day long. It is your job. 
to steer them in the right, right direction on the same path that God steers you on. Remember, those kids aren't yours. They're also God's kids. Treat them like God's children, just like God treats you. You are a caretaker to those people, to those children, those little children, those people, those human beings. You are their caretaker. That blessing is given to you from God. They don't belong to you. It is your responsibility to caretake for God's children. So if you're sending them into the belly of the beast or you're sending them to these woke hospitals and you're not checking what the heck is going on, then it's the parents' fault. Stand up, take action, and take action right now. Now, to end this show today, this might put a smile on your face, but it might just tick you off as, as well. Might tick you off as well. We're going to go to PragerU. Um, do I have this? Let's see if I have this. Wow, I don't think I have it. Thought I had it pulled up for you guys, but just give me a second here. Well, we're going to go to PragerU. We're going to go to their Instagram page. I think that's where I found it. But anyway, Will for PragerU, he, uh, he's, he's interviewing uh, kids on college campus like he always does. And uh, he's asking them, um, and now I can't find it. Anyway, it's an, it's an older video, but I'll just tell you, he's asking them, which party did Abraham Lincoln belong to, Democrat or Republican? And they're all like, Democrat. Every one of them, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. He's saying, so, he said, so you mean to tell me that you think Lincoln was a Democrat and he freed the slaves? Yeah, he was a Democrat. He freed the slaves. Republicans don't care about slaves. Oh, no, he was a Republican. He actually pretty much started and revolutionized the Republican Party, freed the slaves. It was a Republican. No, he wasn't. He actually got argued with. Now, again, I don't know where the video went, but long story short, you get the gist of it. You get what he's trying to say. He's, he's literally showing you how ignorant and brainwashed college students are. If you don't know by now that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican who freed the slaves, then you are lost. You are lost. So thank God for PragerU. Thank God for people like Charlie Kirk who go to these universities and literally wake these kids up. Most of these kids thought that Abraham Lincoln was a Democrat and that he freed the slaves. Couldn't be further from the truth, folks. Could not be further from the truth. Anyway... That's going to do it for Live from America today, folks. God bless you all. Thank you so very much for being here. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com if you haven't visited it right now. Also, remember too, folks, that I am running for office here in District 6 of New Hampshire. You can go to HarrellForFreedom.com, HarrellForFreedom.com. If you live in New Hampshire, check out my policies, see what I'm all about. And also, when you're there, when you're done there, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check out that website. We're going to have a new website coming, LFATV.us. We've got major, major sales going on for school right now on our store. You can see all these new items. Check them out. We have great, great, great Christmas items. You might as well start your Christmas shopping right now. We have back-to-school sales going on. You can't beat Trump hats. So much stuff. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check it out today. Now, remember, folks. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Keep the faith because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. As always, for more Life from America, keep rumbling on the way out. Keep sharing on the way out. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace.
Captain America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America.